Hello and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect episode 317. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, December 8th, 2019. I'm David Lott. Joining me for this is Bobby Jackson. Hey guys, how's it going? Yasha Wilson. Hey, 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 everybody. And Michelle Hillard. Hi everyone, hello. Uh, we took a week off, so <sighs> basically plenty to talk about. Lots of movies so, that we have seen, even if we didn't see anything this week. We saw two movies the week before. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of movies to talk about and some news, which I don't know. I kind of want to jump right into. Uh, jump into news. Just a little bit before we get to all the stuff we've we've seen, which is, uh, what is CCXP? Is it Comic-Con Experience Sao Paulo, I think? Is that what it is? You know, that's a great thing. I don't know. Honestly, I just have only known it as CCXP. I just keep seeing hashtag CCXP and I'm gathering from trying to figure out what it means is that it means just Comic-Con experience. But yeah, that could be wrong. It's in Sao Paulo, Brazil. How much we know? And it's funny how this, I mean, how long has this convention been like such a, almost like a secondary San Diego in a way? You know, it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, they do big. They do it big down there. I was like, gonna say, seen... yeah. Like I remember, like what was it a year or two ago? Watching Zachary Levi when he went to promote Shazam, and it yeah. was a thing. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was Marvel Studios panel. What was it yesterday? And uh, I guess they showed some Eternals footage, which isn't mm. out there. But you know, there's descriptions of it online if you're curious. And uh, today was, I think, the final panel of the day, is my understanding, was the Warner Brothers Wonder Mm. Woman panel, um, which they live streamed. I watched most of the panel. I didn't see the very, very beginning, but I watched most of it. And uh, they ended with the trailer. (gasps) Michelle, you seem like you want to jump in on this first. What do you think of it? I'm so happy right now. What is it? Wonder Woman 1984. It's Wonder Woman 1984. I'm confused because I guess I thought originally it was just Wonder Woman 84. I think they they were just initially going with the abbreviation of WW84. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Wonder Woman 1984. So what did you think of the trailer? What what was the tip? What was was with the poster at the end when it's like it said Wonder Woman's? Like, did you guys catch that? No. No, No, I did not catch that. I thought I saw that. Maybe it's just me at the very end of the trailer. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm going to take another look. As you gentlemen and anyone listening knows how much I absolutely love Wonder Woman. Um, I've been really geeking out and excited for this one, especially since, what was that, two summers ago, last summer, we were at San Diego and they showed us some filming footage that they had. Yeah, some of the, you see a glimpse of it in this trailer, the mall scene. The mall scene, yeah. Yeah, we saw more of that. We saw some of that, and they had just basically filmed that like two weeks prior, basically. Um, so, no, I've been I've been so excited and waiting for this film. Um, and that trailer, in my opinion, that does not disappoint at all. That trailer looked awesome. <laughs> I am very happy with what I see. Like... Stupid, stupid, stupid happy. The action, seeing what Wonder Woman moves, her moves are, are going to be like, 
Oh, no, dude. I'm geeking out wicked hard. <laughs> like, it looks so stupid good. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, ha- I'm a it happy delivers. person. Definitely delivers. It does. It really does. And the soundtrack they put to that? Mm. God, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> uh, Yasha, what, what did you think? You saying it delivers? I guess you agree. Oh no, I'm I'm with you. Like, I mean, I, I sent out the text earlier this week to you guys. You know, I hope that this movie delivers on how they're gonna. How can they possibly do as well as they did the first time around? Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're going to do just as well because this one is. It's she's really stepped into her own. It looks like. Um, I mean, I do have some questions that I'm sure we all have um, when it comes to, you know, the the characters that they show in this movie. Um, But it's still just I think it delivered very well. And the special effects and the fight scenes, it looks like they're not really going to slow down at all. In fact, maybe get even more intense. And I hope that's the case. I really like that they didn't necessarily show in my at least from what I saw the villain too much. you know, we've all heard rumors about who's cast as what, and they really didn't get a chance to see any of that. So I'm kind of excited to see where we're going to go with this. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to this movie. It's comes two days after my birthday, so I'm mm. stoked because that's what I'll be doing for my birthday weekend. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I loved it. Like, I thought it looks it looks fantastic. I'm right there with you, Michelle. Geeking out. Bobby, thoughts? I think it looked pretty good. Uh, for me, I, I think the teaser trailer actually I thought was fantastic. It really did just a nice encapsulation of what Wonder Woman coming back means just in just this little chunk. But then when we get to the full trailer, I think it, it, it I don't know, there was something different about the trailer, seeing it in full, that I didn't find quite as compelling as the, the teaser but it still looks good, and I, I think maybe I have some questions around, as Yasha said, the villain stuff, especially with um, the cheetah or mm-hmm. cheetah and how they'll portray her in the movie. So I am curious about that, but the, all the Wonder Woman stuff just looks fantastic, and I really love the way Zack Snyder started it with in terms of um, – Wonder Woman's lasso and the way it glows that golden, you know, yellow color that it has. It just pops on screen and mm-hmm. it looks so vibrant and nice whenever you see her using it. I love that look and design. And just seeing her come back, this being DC's first true sequel to any of their movies, I think it, it it's fitting that it happens to be Wonder Woman because um, of how well it did. And I am just interested in seeing a really good second follow-up movie because of how long they've had essentially to make this movie i remember at one point in time patty jenkins was kind of regretting the fact that they pushed it because she felt like it was ready at heck i think it was probably this past summer or something Mm -hmm. so um you know i i think with the amount of time they've had to work on it and tweak it and fine-tune it i'm expecting something really great in terms of a follow-up so uh, absolutely a, a really solid trailer in terms of setting the tone for what you're going to see. And like me, like Michelle said, the music is so fitting for the trailer and everything. So it, it had me excited more to look forward to seeing what they're going to do with Wonder Woman because she has been that 
central character that you would think Superman would be in terms of inspiring and, and have that hopefulness and everything else. And she's, she's doing it. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I think as trailers go, this trailer is, I almost would say fantastic. Yeah. It's a really good trailer. It's a really well done trailer. Uh, I, I was very impressed with it. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we saw some footage like almost a year and a half ago or so at at San Diego. And when we saw that footage, I was a little like, I mean, we didn't see much, but if I, if I had to have a take on it, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like I was a little unsure about what we had seen. I mean, we were basically seeing the reels from the day. Like there was no music to it. There was really no sound to it. Like it was very rough. There was no special effects to it. Like you could tell she was even with there's parts that were green, you know? So I was like, you could tell like there's going, it was just very simple. We saw very basic footage of that fight sequence. But I don't know. I was a little unsure after it, not just because it was like a rough cut, you know, something about it was kind of like, I don't know, but this eighties feeling, this looks mm-hmm. great. Oh, uh, this looks fantastic. Uh, no, I, I, yeah. I'm very happy with the trailer. I think it looks fantastic. Uh, Pedro Pascal looks so good in it. <laughs> it's, he's almost unrecognizable. He really yeah, is. He really I didn't realize is. it at first. It took till they zoomed in. They one like the first time they really zoom in on his face, and yeah. I was like, "Oh wow! Oh, it's Pedro." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I saw it too, I was I'm the same way, David. I looked and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, is that Pedro Pascal? Is this guy just everywhere right now? Like, what's right. going just everywhere. on? Like, it's the year of Pedro. Just, yeah. It, it, he just he crushed it. Like he doesn't look recognizable. It just. I anyways, I, go ahead. I got to go out on a limb and say. I'm so ridiculously eager to see Kristen Wiig in a cheetah outfit. <laughs> so I can't wait to see that. However, the caveat to that is I don't think I want to see another trailer. And I have a long time until June 5th <laughs> to avoid yeah. another trailer. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a little concerned. But I mean, to be fair, yeah, but to be fair, this this trailer was two minutes and 30 seconds. I guess two two minutes and 24 seconds. I'm looking at it now. So I mean, you don't. They showed in a. They showed a lot for this trailer too. So I honestly am with you on that. I could sit there and say to myself, "Yeah, I think I'm, I'm good with seeing another trailer. Yeah, I don't I necessarily don't. need to see one." And 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 you know they're going to make at least one more, and they're probably going to show Cheetah actually in full costume. And so there's a big part of me that I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm good. I'm super good. I'm going to this, this movie. I'm very excited now." I don't I don't want to see more before I see the film. I really don't. I'm very happy and I'm going to have a very hard <laughs> you know 5 5 6 months ahead of me <laughs> until June 5th to uh to make that. But no, this looks absolutely fantastic and that was probably one of the best well edited trailers I've seen in a very long time. It was done spectacularly well. Yeah, that was a fun trailer. Uh and then real quick before we get to stuff we've watched uh since we're talking about trailers i I haven't had a chance to really share my thoughts yet on that mulan trailer that dropped oh yeah you actually just watched it i just watched it um, before we started recording um and i I wanted to bring it up because i I have to say uh i am shocked how much i liked that trailer uh i i liked mulan the animated film but i've been kind of unsure about this one like how are, how are they going to go about doing this live action and i don't know there's something about the idea of making this in the live action that 
I don't know. I wasn't quite so confident about, but I, after watching this trailer, I think there's a good chance this could be based on what I've seen the best live action one they've done yet. I think it looks incredibly good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick. I, I was really impressed. No, what, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of you. I, you know, I've always really enjoyed Disney's Mulan, the animated, and it's one of those films that I feel like has always been a disconnect with younger kids. And I'm watching this trailer, and I think this trailer for the live action looks amazing. But I'm watching this trailer, and I'm going, I don't think kids are going to be interested in this film at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree necessarily. I, and I think it's going to be fabulous. Right. I'm excited for this film, and I think it, the live action is going to be... No, I don't know. I think it's an adult seeing it. I think it's going to be spectacular. I think it's probably going to be one of the best well-done live version films that Disney's done to date once this thing drops. However, I think there's going to be a huge disconnect with 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 younger viewers. Mm-hmm. I really, unfortunately, and they say that and like I, I surprisingly really, I again surprisingly enjoyed Aladdin. I was shocked how much I did enjoy that one. But this looks there's something about this. This looks extremely well done. Uh, Bobby, did you watch it? What did you think of it? I did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. Uh, it it wasn't bad to me, but it wasn't. Uh, I don't know why I haven't connected with it the same way everyone else has. I thought it looked really good, but it didn't. It didn't exceed any expectation beyond what I thought it was going to look like, especially since that first trailer. So it, it kind of expanded upon that first trailer to me. So it didn't get me more excited seeing the second trailer than from seeing the first. I already thought that first one looked really good. And I had only, I think, seen Mulan for the first time within the last, I'd say, five years. So um, the source material that it's from, it didn't uh, it didn't resonate in any specific sort of way. But I think it, as far as a visual look, it looks really well done and um, translated well from the animation. So I'm already on board for it because I'm already on board for a, a lot of these remakes since I haven't seen some of the originals or had the same sort of uh, resonance to it everyone else has. But this specific trailer didn't amp me up any more than it already had been for me. So if that makes sense. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What remakes, what, what original movies of these remakes have you not seen like that surprises me uh let's see well i guess i hadn't seen um dumbo i don't think i ever really had saw dumbo um i think maybe i'd seen parts of jungle book i don't think i ever saw that all the way through from beginning to end um i think uh well, I've seen Beauty and the Beast, and I've seen Lion King. Um, I think I'm forgetting one, but pretty much those two. And then, like I said, I just recently, or not recently, but I had seen um, Mulan. And I don't know. I, I think it's just because I've seen most of these more as a, an adult, or at least you know, early adult age, as opposed to being a kid and watching them over and over. Um, they just have a different kind of feeling to me in the same way that I think for most people, when they see a, a Marvel movie or a DC movie, it has a different 
sort of feel for them than it does for me because I grew up reading those things or watching the cartoons of those things. So to me, it, it hits a little bit harder. So I think that's kind of how the situation is sort of reversed for me when it comes to the Disney stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Yasha, have you watched the trailer? What do you think of it? Oh, I loved it. I thought it looked really, really good. I don't necessarily know if this is a kid's movie. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't right. play like a kid's movie. Mm. It almost plays like Crouching Tiger, tri- uh, a watered-down Crouching Tiger hidden dragon yeah. movie. Like, the action and, like, from when she was jumping on the roofs, like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost hoping that we get some of the fight scenes kind of like that. Right. But yeah. the witch and the special effects and awesome. the villain, like, none of it really seemed like, I was like, this is a, this is the Disney kids movie, right? The Disney Mulan, right? And I mean, it just looked great. Like I, I, I'm all in, but like I said, it's like, I really hope that we see a little bit of the fight scenes into action. Like we did, did from, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Cause I think that would add an element to the film. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun to watch. That'd be so and make awesome. It very, very special. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in, and excited to watch it. Yeah. I, again, I, I agree. I think it looks great. Bobby, I guess Bobby's hard to please with trailers this, this week. Apparently, yes. <laughs> no, that's not true because I really enjoyed the James Bond trailer, and I usually oh, don't yeah. uh, go too much in on James Bond trailers. But this one, I was like, after a couple of those scenes, I was like, yeah, let me go see this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like that. I don't know how they filmed it or whatever, but that motorcycle, mm-hmm. when it ramps and goes, oh, that just looks so great. And in the locations... Just everything about that one just like really spoke to me. I was like, man, I cannot wait to see this James Bond movie. So that that one got me for sure. Yeah, I almost forgot about that trailer. I agree. That, that That's another trailer this week that I thought looked damn good. I mean, I'm a Bond fan and I've liked basically liked all these Daniel Craig films. Um, no, this this looks really good. Michelle, you seemed a little not so impressed with it when I talked to you about I'm- it. I will say of the the trailers we're talking about, I'm least impressed with the James Bond trailer. And it, even for me saying that is really surprising. I'm a huge Bond fan. I've been watching James Bond films since I think I was about seven years old. Like extremely young, love them all, seen all of them so many times in my life. Really enjoying the Daniel Craig series. And I don't know. It, yeah, I will say some of the stunts and the action shots that I've seen on that trailer looked amazing. But I will say what very little dialogue was delivered in the trailer. I was kind of like, eh, seems I'm a little, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's not missing the mark, but I'm definitely kind of like, it just made the mark. Like, it's just getting my like, okay, Bond is back again. I'm excited, but I don't know. I, obviously, I'm still totally going to see this movie. I love James Bond. I see all the James Bond films. Like, shoot, yeah, it's happening. But I don't know. I don't think it was the best James Bond trailer I've seen. Hmm. But I don't think it was horrible. I just wasn't as impressed. Uh, Yasha, your thoughts on that one? I mean, I'm I'm a Bond fan, so I'm I'm all in. I thought it looked great. I thought it looked a lot of fun. Um, Bobby to echo what he just said you know that motorcycle jump scene that was that was it for me too i was just like oh hell yeah that looks awesome so i'm just excited to see a lot of fight scenes action uh story you know it it just looks like a fun movie i'm i'm all in i i've been a fan of daniel craig doing this and i'm a fan of this movie continuing and 
just worries me as to like who they're going to try and replace it with uh, next, because I think Daniel Craig did a very, very good job with the role. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, and, and I can't wait. Cool. Yeah, I will say I am interested to find out if we're going to get a an older or a younger Bond. It, it, I feel like of all the transitions, we are looking at a situation where it could be anyone at this point. It could like, be a female at this it point. It could be a woman. It could be anybody. Yeah, I know. It's I'm I'm actually pretty intrigued as to what's going to happen next with the Bond. Yeah. Story. Anyways. Well, uh, why don't we take a look at a box at the box office and uh, talk about some of these movies? Oh, yeah, that box office thing. Yeah, that thing. box office thing. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> We're just going to talk about the box office. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't make a prediction. <laughs> uh, at number one in its third week was, of course, Frozen 2 this yeah, weekend. Shocking. With, uh, looks like, about $34.7 million. Um, we've talked about Frozen 2. Um, yeah. So we've, we've been there, done that. Uh, we won't, we won't hash that out again. Uh, moving on to number two was Knives Out in its second week, uh, with fourteen point two million. Um, Knives Out doing pretty well for itself. Bobby, you had talked about it on here already because you oh, saw yeah. that kind of earlier screening showing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you shared your thoughts, but uh, myself, Michelle, Yasha, we have yet to talk about this one. Um, what what did we all think, Yasha? What did you think of Knives Out? I freaking loved it, <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I have talked people into going to go see this movie. I have said you need to watch this. This is a fun, entertaining story, and I think you will definitely enjoy it. Like it's it's a it's. I just I can't speak highly enough about this movie. I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I the way I describe it to people is like imagine those old school mystery novels where it's like oh well, who done it and the butler did it or you know even Clue, basically that's what it was thrown up on screen with all the props and the the story and the the motives for literally everybody. I genuinely enjoyed this film. I could probably sit through it again. Um, I really did enjoy watching Chris Evans play a different role other than. Captain America because he has talent and I think it's cool that he went this route to be in this movie um, just because it kind of gets him away from the character that we're we're used to seeing and I think that's good for him I think that was great and it was a fun movie and damn it if you should definitely check it out Uh, Michelle yeah you you and I haven't talked about this this was like two weeks ago we watched it a while ago we have not discussed it because we even saw it a few days before it even opened I think we we saw another movie we'll get to that A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood I think we talked about that one a little one you and I talked a little about that but no we haven't been talking about that oh so you don't have any idea so uh (laughs) I enjoyed Knives Out um like I thought it was enjoyable for the watch that I was having but as a whole, as far as kind of like a who done it, you know, riff off of Agatha Christie and uh, and the Perot series, and you know, mix in a little bit of comedy from say like Clue, and I don't know, it left me, I, it was a little lacking for me sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yasha sounds shocked. And and. 
I, I admit a, a, a bit. Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I was not. I, I guess maybe I, I thought it was going to be a little bit better than I think it was for me. I still enjoyed the ride while I was on it, but, and I think everybody that's in it honestly did a really great job. I, I actually, turns out when I remember watching the trailer, when it first came out, I was kind of like, ooh, Daniel Craig is, mm, no, ooh, no. And, and, and as the movie went on, I actually was like, oh, I'm actually enjoying his character quite a lot. And I think he's doing a really great job with it. Um, but, uh, uh I, I liked that watch and I, I had a good ride for that one, but I'll be honest, like I'm probably not going to watch this movie again. And if I do, I'll be like, yeah, it's fine on the background. Like it's not, it was not a spectacular film for me. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to echo the Yasha reaction. I thought the movie was fantastic. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I just enjoyed watching it. Uh, kind of like you said, Yasha, when it came to the murder mystery, it was just really enjoyable. Every character in this movie was just really enjoyable. And it kind of took it a step beyond when it started making some of the political statements, I will say, that it was making. <laughs> and I, I that kind of took it over the top for me. Like, it, it was just more than a murder mystery. And that's what I liked about it. And... Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. I I don't really have a lot to say without, I mean, unless we did like a full-on spoiler discussion, yeah. but I, I really, really enjoyed it. it. It'll certainly be in my top 10. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. It, it, was, it, it, it was such a fun it movie. It surprises yeah. me that you find that surprising. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> I, I thought it was really, really good. Like, wow. So, yeah, that, yeah that's where was, I am. I, that's how I it was such a fun movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's just how, like, you know, just what David was saying, too. Just, yeah, every every character was just a shit ton of what, fun to watch. I wonder what's their reaction. So. I wonder if it's because I think I found it slightly predictable that I wasn't enjoying the ride maybe as much as I should have. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. It could be. I'm not hating on the movie. I think it's really enjoyable. And I, again, I liked all the characters. I liked the actors. Everything was, it's a well done story. It's well, it's crafted well. I just, it just kind of missed the mark for me as far as a whodunit murder mystery kind of thing. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it sounds a lot like uh, Bobby, you felt similar. Like you well, liked it, but you didn't love it. Right. Yeah. But I still think I, I find myself somewhere above Michelle and somewhere below you and Yasha. So I'm still somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah, I think I really enjoyed it and just enjoyed the way that, uh, he, that Ryan Johnson put it together. It's so tightly woven and it, it does, it just doesn't do the conventional whodunit. I mean, it, there's, there's more than just about whodunit. It's why, they done it or so to speak it's kind of like it, it adds more to it and it does it in a clever way and fun and interesting i just don't feel like i got to the absolute love 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 that a lot of people you and yasha included are feeling for it but i did really enjoy the movie yeah and to echo something you had said when you talked about it before and i i just i totally agree like I, you know, say what you will about Last Jedi, but I really like Ryan Johnson and I, he is a very talented filmmaker. And this movie also just makes me so happy that it's out, that he was able to make this right after Last Jedi 
and that it's so successful and that it's for the most part very it's being accepted very well like everyone oh, basically yeah. loves this movie and it's i'm very happy that he's he's made a film that everyone can basically agree it's very right. good and it, yeah i i don't know it just makes like, me makes it, me happy that that's happened for him no i agree i think if you're one of those people that felt like ryan johnson needs to redeem himself this there here it is kids if, if you felt that way this right. is your answer then and i know you didn't feel that way but i'm saying people that the whole last year anyways no i think it's similar to what you you said bobby again like uh, i did have problems with last jedi but i also am not a hater of last jedi right. like and a lot of people, people that are... i guess i fall somewhere in the middle i definitely didn't think right. it was the best star wars film ever like some people do and i definitely don't think it's the worst one either like i agree anyway anywho anywho so that's i'll uh, still be looking forward to his next thing because if you just take Star Wars out of the equation and you look at the rest of his mm-hmm. resume, I mean, what haven't you liked, really? It, right. He right. Just right. makes yeah. good movies. He, no, he's good. he does great films and stories. He does, and I'm going to withhold th- uh, this statement until I've seen Knives Out more and had a couple more viewings, but there's a part of me that wonders after a couple more viewings if I, it so far may be, I think, his best film. Really? And I really love Looper. I, I think was just Looper's, about to say, I feel like Looper was... I think Looper's great, but if anything, I I could probably point at more little nitpicky issues I have with Looper, and I can't really do that with Knives Out. Well, yeah, after the one viewing, yeah. I and just that. in general, I mean, after the one viewing, I nothing stuck out as like, oh, man, I wish I'd done this or and done that, or there wasn't really any characters I didn't care for. Like, I just overall really enjoyed it. Mm. So. All right, so that was Knives Out, number two this week. At number three was Ford versus Ferrari uh, mm-hmm. in its fourth week. Um, still the crowd pleaser. The crowd pleaser still up there at six point five million. We've all we've all talked about that one, so nothing more to talk about there. But at number four in its second week is Queen and Slim. Oh, I still want to see that film. Um, and I say at number four, really three and four could easily switch because they are almost identical box office numbers <laughs> at six point six point five. Really, right? Um, I haven't seen Queen and Slim, and you haven't, but Bobby, you have. How was it? Yeah, I did get to see it, and uh, it's with Daniel Kaluuya and Jodie Turner Smith, and they are a couple on their first date and get pulled over by the police. Uh, in the trailer, you see that. Essentially, the character that is played by Daniel Kaluuya, he shoots the the police officer and they go on the run. And it's it doesn't really I feel like the movie itself is well shot. It, it It's intriguing, interesting. Um, the the feelings that you feel as they're on the run, you you. you you connect with the characters. They they build this relationship based on them being the only two people that they can really count on, and and that part of it is really good. I think the thing that kind of pulled it back for me for a little bit because I think it's a good movie and it's worth seeing, but it could have been a, a great movie or a better movie if um, there hadn't have been a few times in the movie where I felt like it it bends credibility in terms of or believability in terms of what you would do if you were on the run. I, I felt like there was a few times when 
I'm like, would you really do that if you were like trying to uh, essentially escape from this situation you're in? It, it 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 works from a storytelling standpoint, I guess, to give you something else to see on screen. But from a believability aspect, it, it felt to me like there's no way that you would be doing certain things if you were on the run. So th- that kind of pulled me out of it a little bit from that perspective. But in just in terms of just the the acting and the 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 story and, and the visuals of it. It's very solid, and I think it's still worth uh, seeing it and recommending to people to go see. Cool. So there you go. That's Queen and, Queen and Slim at number four this week, and at number five was a film in its third week, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, with five point two million. Um, a film that uh, I have seen now. Michelle, you've seen. Bobby, I think you've seen it. Yasha, you haven't seen it, have you? Mm-hmm. I have not. Um, yeah, I, I will say what we saw it and it was a week into its release. Mm-hmm. It was Black Friday. It was Black Friday. We watched it on Black Friday and I was pretty surprised that it was basically a packed house it when was, we saw it. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, if it wasn't sold out, it was gosh darn close to it in that theater for sure. Yeah. What did you think of it, Mitchell? Oh, okay. I got to go first. <laughs> hmm. It, it, and it's funny because even now I'm, I still kind of find myself thinking about this film, uh, you know, a week later. I I actually I really enjoy the story and I really enjoyed the film. I will say that for this, for me, some of the things the director did, I think are very, I don't know. It, and I don't want to say nuanced, but the things that she did, some of the approaches that she took, I wasn't prepared for initially when the movie first started up. And there's a couple of things that happen and, and the way she takes on certain situations. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, she's doing it in this way. And not, and not necessarily bad, but I just wasn't, I don't know, it's not, it's not what I, I guess in my head had expected the film to kind of take an approach of. Having said that, though, I liked it. It, it was kind of weird. And I feel like there's some people who are going to watch certain parts of this movie and go, what the hell? <laughs> mm. But I really liked those parts, actually. It's like it, At first, it kind of even rubbed me a little like, oh, whoa, this is kind of bizarre. But I kind of liked the approach that was taken for it. Um, no, I I thought it was really good. Um yeah, I mean, people are going to say it's Oscar bait, it's totally award bait, it's, it, you know, they did it specifically, but I think Tom Hanks is spectacular in this. <laughs> I think the way that he portrays Fred Rogers is pretty spot on from what I've read about in articles, things that I've heard. I spent um, a, a good amount of time uh, in Pittsburgh, I spent uh, in my life in my early 20s. And, um, I grew up in Pennsylvania in my high school years. So everybody was kind of around Pittsburgh in a way. And from what I'd hear from people in Pittsburgh and yeah, that's how he was. <laughs> like That's the guy you were getting. And, um, no, I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. And it was one of those films that at the end of the film, I was just going, wow, like, in a way, it makes me almost sad that I never really watched 
I never watched that show when I was a kid. I never grew up watching that show. It was nothing in my house. And we were PBS people, but that show specifically was not a show that I we watched for whatever reasons. I don't know. Maybe I just never got into it when I was young enough. I don't know. But it makes me go, I wonder, I wonder how maybe I would have grown up having something like that in my life because the show is very you know, centralized around children's emotions and learning how to deal with feelings and emotions and growing like that. And I think it's really an interesting take. Cause I feel like that's something that even in today's market is still honestly lacking as, um, an approach to kids that way. And that's what Fred really was passionate about. And, you know, he was a child psychiatrist and he, he really wanted to connect with them and he wanted kids to grow up to be well-rounded adults that could handle any situation that was thrown at them. And I don't know. It it worked for me. The movie really worked for me. I really liked it. Uh yeah, I I guess I'm kind of bummed that it's been like over a week since we saw it and we're just now talking about it cuz now I feel like it's not as much in my head and I probably would have a lot more to say it had we discussed it that Sunday right after our viewing. Yeah. Um but I agree. I, I really enjoyed it. I was not really prepared and I'm glad I wasn't prepared for the way the story was told. I wasn't really expecting it to be told in that way. And no, uh, it too. was, it was refreshing. It was nice. It was. Um, so I'm glad I didn't really know that. I knew that, you know, Fred Rogers played by Tom Hanks was not the lead in this film at that, I, that much I knew. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised by that. I might've been a little surprised of how, I wouldn't say how little screen time he got, but it was even less than maybe I was expecting. But it's fine. I'm not complaining. As good as Tom Hanks is in uh, is in the film, he he's in the film just the right amount for the kind of story that's being told. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I thought it was really great. I I don't I don't really have any negatives about this movie at all. And I did watch and like religiously watch. Uh, you know the. Mr. Rogers neighborhood when I was a kid, but I watched it. And, uh, I mean, if anything, it almost seems like, and I say this and you know, the, the Fred Rogers we're seeing here is what? 1998, 98, definitely well after when I was watching it. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't know how much he kind of changed in the years as he made that show. Um, so the, the Fred Rogers, I remember it almost seems like, this version it's yes he does talk that way and he is that guy but this portrayal almost felt like it was almost a bit exaggerated with like just how like i wouldn't say slow he was with discussing things just how much he took his time i i I don't remember fred rogers being quite taking his time that much but also like i'm saying i was watching him in the 80s right (laughs) i wasn't watching him in 88 so i don't i don't know much he changed um, anyway, no, I thought the movie was, was great. I, I really liked it. it. It was, the story unfolds really well. And, mm-hmm. and I like that, you know, it, it mostly focuses on the reporter who's doing the article on him and, and how it just kind of puts you into his world and his perspective on things and you're in his life. And I don't know, it, it just, it flowed really well and it really, you really connect with both the characters that, that are in this, in this story. I, I really, I didn't think this movie was going to pull on me that much. And it really did. 
Uh, Bobby, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I loved it. And it's a mix of a, a lot of things that the two of you have said already. But just to add on to it a little bit, I, I, I did. I don't know if you two had a chance to see the documentary that came out last year. Uh, I think it was called Won't You Be My Neighbor? I uh, wanted to. Last, uh, it, it's so good. And I was happy when I went to go see this movie that you do see it from the perspective of that reporter because I was a little fearful that they were just going to repeat what I saw in that documentary and make it into a movie, right. but it's not yeah. that. And so I appreciated that they did have a different take on it. And, and like you said, David, they, I felt like they really used uh, just enough of the Mr. Rogers persona with Tom Hanks in the movie. It, it didn't feel like, it was we needed more or needed less. He was used effectively because he's not necessarily the main person of this story. He's not the main protagonist. So I thought that they did a really good job of doing that. And in the documentary, they really show you a lot of his life and who he is as a person and not just the person that you see on TV. And I felt like with as you mentioned, sort of the cadence of, of Fred Rogers, I think that he did a pretty good job with it, Tom Hanks, based on a lot of what I saw in the documentary. Maybe maybe some of it is exaggerated, but not too far off. And um, yeah, I think that even though he does, that Tom Hanks doesn't necessarily sound like Fred Rogers, he does have that speech pattern and his mannerisms down really well that it still made me believe that that he was the character of Fred Rogers or portrayed him in that way. And just the the underlying story and, and, and the, the ideas that they're getting across in the movie, I thought were done very effectively. Uh, I, one of the things I really loved about it is the, the transitions because they mm -hmm. would use the transitions that were kind of like in that mold of uh, you know, the Mr. Rogers neighborhood right. kind of thing. And I, I thought that was pretty clever to do that. And just um, the, like I said, the overall message in it just felt like it was something that I haven't seen much in movies lately in, yeah. in terms of like, you know, that upbeat kind of hopefulness. And, and like Michelle was talking about having that message where it can be relayed to kids and, and dealing with your emotions and how it also can pertain to adults and that mm -hmm. you forget certain things and forget how, y you know, that growing up, maybe you've been more or less, I guess, felt to feel like you need to keep things bottled up and instead of expressing them in a meaningful way. And I just think that it just did such a good job with portraying all the information that they were going for in the movie. So, yeah, I, I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. But this movie was, it was really good. I didn't go in with to this film like going, I hope this is going to be great, and I had such high expectations. I went into it going, I know it's a little bit you know award show bait right now, and everybody's praising it. But I'm like, I kind of went in not with negative tones either, but I kind of went in with like, just I'm gonna take it in and see what I think. I'm like, I'm not hoping for the best. I'm not hoping for the worst here. I'm just gonna see what we get. And I was very pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed this film. It just. I don't know. It gets it, it touches you on different levels. I mean, yeah, for example, I don't think I'd mention this, but like the day we saw it, I was wanting to see this movie, but I think 
you know, we had a lot going on. It was, you know, it's a holiday weekend Thanksgiving, yeah. and going into Black Friday and getting some stuff done. I remember thinking there was part of me. It was like, oh, yeah, we got it. We're seeing a movie this afternoon. And yeah, I, you were kind of like, I was kind of like, uh, OK, yeah, I guess we'll go see this. Like I would have been fine, probably <laughs> wow. like just canceling. I don't know. You kind of seemed like you were kind of like if I, Michelle said, let's skip it, you would have been excited. I don't know if oh. I would say excited. But I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, you'd have just been like, I'm not going to fight this. No, I'm not going to fight it. I just think I there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I feel like fitting in a movie right now. And then I walked out being very happy. I'm, I'm glad I not just saw that, but experienced that movie. Yeah, is it is. It. It's, like, a, it's a bit of an experience, that film. Yeah, I, I'm very glad we went. But yeah. Not at all disappointed. Uh, so yeah, that's top five of the box office. Um <laughs> I didn't do my predictions. No, this week. no, I'm not going to go over. I'm not going to go over the <laughs> box office battle. <laughs> some some of us have been slacking a little bit on the box uh, office battle, myself included. I'm sorry. So, no, I'm right uh, there with you guys. I, I I'm wondering if it's because one, we didn't record a show last week, and then mm-hmm. two, just nothing new really even released, so nothing was really in my like forethought of film for the numbers, like literally wasn't thinking it at all i guess right because nothing came out in theaters but there's a lot that dropped on netflix there's a lot on streaming services this week there's a lot that dropped it was funny we were watching cbs sunday morning this morning and netflix ran an ad during it which basically was promoting all of their seemingly oscar worthy films that they have right now yeah and i'm watching it going i've watched none of these and i have all this stuff to watch and this is just netflix and it's just I'm netflix like, it's not including <laughs> i need to watch Amazon every one of or... the films that are in this ad and i have seen none of these films no, we and... saw the king oh yes i have seen the king there was one film that there was thing. one film in there that i had seen the rest have not seen i don't think uh yeah. but bobby you've seen a couple of them what have you what have you watched yeah the first one that I think had a lot of, well, it's had buds for multiple yeah. reasons, but uh, The Irishman, uh, I mean, obviously the big story there is, is directed by Martin Scorsese and it, it appeared on Netflix first yeah. before being a sort of a theater release first, even though it, you can find it in the theaters, but it wasn't uh, intentionally made for theaters. It, it was, um, you know, Netflix went and, financed the movie and made it so that they they would be able to show it on their streaming service and you know all the players involved robert de niro al Al pacino brought joe pesci out of retirement for the movie and the story is a is essentially about robert de niro as kind of an aging um gangster type that you you see him kind of tell his story and and how he gets involved with uh, Jimmy Hoffa, played by Al Pacino. And the movie is very long. It's three hours and 29 minutes. And I would say at about two hours and 50 minutes, the movie is it's, it's pretty dang near perfect in, in terms of like, what you're going to get and what you expect to see in this type of movie. It, it really does a good job of telling this story. And uh, one of the big things that people have pointed out in the movie is that it, it, there's this de-aging effect that goes on. Sometimes it's noticeable and some other times it's done really, really well. Um, and 
I, I would say when it's noticeable, it, it, it kind of pulls you out a little bit. But, I mean, overall, it, it's not too bad. It's done, I think, well more so than it's done bad. But just the story and, and the pacing of it, it's, it's expected with the, a Scorsese movie for it to feel a certain sort of way and, and follow certain sort of beats. And I think it hits on all those things. I wouldn't say it's doing anything specifically new or, or spectacular uh, other than, you know, using the de-aging effect to good effect at times. But it's just a, a well-told story and, and it keeps you engrossed and engaged. And um, coming back to what I said, it for two hours and 50 minutes, it feels pretty perfect. But then it goes on for another 40 minutes. And I was like, man, we passed a point back there where it felt like they could have maybe <laughs> wrapped it up in another six or seven minutes and we would have been solid and good. But then it, you know, it kind of keeps going. And while I, I can understand it from the perspective of if you're watching this at home, maybe, yeah, you can pause it and come back to it and whatnot. So it, it lends itself to that in, in that manner. But just from a storytelling standpoint, it felt like it could have been tightened up a little bit towards the end there. And, um, you know, I don't begrudge Scorsese for wanting to fit everything he could into this movie in the way that he did. I just felt like it, it, it could have been told a little bit in a shorter sense. Um, but what we got, I think overall, even with that extra 40 minutes, I thought was really, really, really good. I kind of wondered about that because I kept seeing these rumblings on Twitter and elsewhere about like that. I forget how it's been worded, like the that 40 or so minutes that was unnecessary in the film. And I'm, I've been wondering, I'm like, this must be a very specific chunk of time that everyone is like very specifically saying 40 something minutes. And now I guess I get that it's the last 40 minutes. Right. But uh, I was confused by that. I'm like, why is it everyone is pointing at this kind of specific time frame of that didn't need to be there and i'm like huh anyway and it, it all comes down to honestly the way he told the story had he told it in a different fashion i think that 40 minutes you wouldn't necessarily feel it in that way but when you feel like in a movie you're coming to the end then you're expecting things to sort of end very shortly but then it, if it keeps going then you're just like oh well um, now you start to feel it because you felt like internally, hey, this is the stopping point. And so when it goes beyond that, you're like, oh, wait, how long have I been watching this? <laughs> you kinda, right. That's when it kind of hits you. But even with that, I still say it, it's it's pretty good. And come on, it's on Netflix. You you don't have to go anywhere. So why wouldn't you watch it? Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, that's kind of – oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I plan on watching it. And I've seen a few articles. I have one in front of me of kind of examples of how to watch it as a miniseries. Basically, if you wanted to watch it in like Pause three it. parts or four parts, the points mm. where you should stop and then come back and keep watching until right. this next point and stop there. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I will sure say, you know, as a – as a parent, as a busy parent, watching a three and a half hour film one night is going to be wow. Okay, I mean, I can do it, but it can be done, you know. But that's a that's a long <laughs> that's a long movie. Anyway, what were you, you gonna know, say, Yasha? It's funny. Oh, no, I was just gonna say honestly, like it's Bobby said it best. Is like I I I watched the movie and while I enjoyed it, it was needlessly long. Like three and a half hours is. 
I, and it, it just tells a story and it was good. Um, but yeah, Bobby said it right. It's like, there's about 30 to 40 minutes in that film that just did not need to be there. And it could have been wrapped up in three hours. It's almost like he was just going for the sake of going after a while. And I, I don't understand that. Um, because Scorsese has such a unique brand of telling stories and way of telling stories. Even watching this one, you don't get anything really new. Like it's, I, I was talking to another friend of mine about it and she actually gave me the best description. I was like, Oh, it was good. But this was just a movie that he could work on with his friends. And I was like, Holy shit. Like after I watched it, that's kind of what I felt like. I mean, it's just like, you know, to bring Pesci back in to see De Niro and Pacino all the talent that they had acting and bouncing off of each other. Like it was a lot of fun to see Pesci back on the screen. Like it really was to see him in a role that I feel like was a little bit different than what he has done in the past when it comes to mob movies and gangster movies. It was fun to watch him do that. And I enjoyed it. Like it was a, it was a good movie, but it was needlessly long. It did not need to be three and a half hours long. It could have been two hours and 50 minutes easily. Excuse me. Yeah, that's a long movie. Uh, I was going to say uh, real quick about yeah. that. Somebody made the point, and it is kind of funny. And I, while I kind of can understand that this the point they're coming from, there's also a little bit of difference. But they mentioned the fact that, you know, with the, the Irishman being three and a half hours long and that being such a long runtime for a movie, that typically speaking, people usually will brag how they binged a series of shows in about a day and they like binge eight or nine hours of something but then they talk about the irishman and the three and a half seeming daunting in terms of watching it i was like yeah that's kind of true but i think the difference is that you know at least with you're watching something as a binge there's a natural stopping point after each episode you can you know come back to it or whatever right and you feel a certain sort of way, but when it's a movie that's meant to be watched uninterrupted, then that becomes a longer commitment in that way. Right. Uh, what else have you watched on Netflix? Um, another movie that has been getting a little bit of buzz recently is Marriage Story. With it, that just debuted on Friday with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, and it's essentially a story of these two people going through a divorce and, and, and how it affects their lives and, and their friends' lives and their family's lives. And it's really, I would say it's really a good look in terms of, um, I've never gone through a divorce, but honestly, I felt like watching it, it probably represents what a lot of people go through because it feels like it gets into the nuances of it in a way that you don't always see in film. And it, it, it really felt like it was done in a way purposefully as if this was someone who went through it. It's written and directed by Noah Bombach, and he's worked with Adam Driver in a, in a few movies, actually. And I, I don't know if this was sort of something of his past, but it felt pretty honest in its exploration of uh, what this would be like. And there's there's a point in time when uh, the two characters who've been going through it in, in sort of a, I wouldn't say particularly nice way, but in a very civil manner, 
I think everything at at one point in time in the movie just sort of bottles that they've been bottling up just kind of gets unleashed. And I think that would be like the perfect, as I was watching, I was like, okay, if, if they get nominated for this movie, this is why this is at this point, because it, you, it just reverberates out of Scarlet and Adam as they're acting against one one another in this sort of raw emotional state of being in terms of just letting it all out. And, and it, it's affecting and it, it feels very powerful and strong as you're watching it, them go through it. And I, I, I mean, like I said, I, had, I haven't gone through a divorce, but if you just want to see a movie that feels like it, it has a, a way to emotionally pull you into something, uh, it's really good at doing that. And it, it felt like it was something that I think probably a lot of people would be able to relate to, but it's just really good performances. And typically speaking, I wouldn't say I've ever been a real big Adam Driver fan in terms of his acting. But I think this is probably some of the best acting I've seen from him, even though there's still a period of time where it just feels like Adam Driver is doing his Adam Driver thing. But then there's some times in there where it really seems pretty elevated for the stuff that I've seen him in before. So uh, it's a good, good movie. And it's again right there on Netflix for you to watch. Marriage Story on Netflix. I've been wanting to see that one. Yep. Same here. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, anything else, guys? Anybody watch anything else I wanted to bring up? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I have two things. Um, so the first thing is that season three of Marvelous Miss Maisel dropped on Friday. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. Uh, oh. So if I did get to watch, I got to watch the first two episodes only. And... Um, Oh gosh, it's just so good to be back in this little like world that they've created, this little bubble, this little family, and it's it's really good. And I will say the it's interesting. I'm only watching two episodes. The first episode comes out hitting just like it does before. The writing is really solid. The second episode, I will have to say, the first forty minutes of the second episode, while good storytelling, I was kind of like, this is kind of missing the the rhythm and and the dialogue and and the witty sharpness that 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 you normally have and it was just very subdued and then it kind of comes in at the end and i'm like okay cool good because if this is gonna be what i'm gonna see for the rest of the season i'm gonna be annoyed because i know how good it's been and so if they're starting to decline i'm gonna i was like but then it kind of caught back up again and i was just like yes this is like you know, they're getting the punchies out at each other. And like, they're just, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And everybody's talking and like crazy shit's happening. And it's just, I don't know. It was just really good. So now I'm like, okay, okay, okay. More episodes, more episodes. And I'm ready to crunch down on, on many, many more, but no, it's, oh, that show's so good. (laughs) It's just, the, the writing is so, so smart and so clever and so witty and so fast paced. And it's just, it's just damn good. It, I mean, I wish there was just something else I could explain. It's just really good. Oh, I'm excited to watch it. Oh, gosh, I'm excited for you. <laughs> um, And then the second thing I was going to bring up isn't something I really watched, watched, but we were talking about, Bobby mentioned binge watching TV, and it dawned on me that the trailer for The Boys came out. Hmm. 
And yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just jump in and say that from the trailer I just saw for The Boys season two, holy crap, I cannot wait till this thing drops. I'm binging that bad boy that weekend. That is happening. That thing looks so good. So good. So dark. <laughs> so messed <laughs> so up, man. So messed up. So messed up on so many levels. That was really all I was going to bring up. Yeah, I haven't seen that trailer yet. You didn't watch the trailer yet? No. I thought no. you did. No. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know I love the show. I'm not. I know you love that. That's why I'm so surprised I, you haven't watched the trailer. Well, yet. like it got pulled, and that I. It's funny. Like I, around the time I think we were all realizing it had been pulled is about the time I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it now. Yeah, and me too. Even, That's like, what I did. And then I went on YouTube <laughs> as well. Because, you know, I'm like, okay, Amazon app must have it posted on their account on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, it's not here. What the hell? That doesn't seem right. And it was about that time that, Yasha, you were like, hey, it seems to be gone. I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. And then I haven't gone back to, like, now hunt it back down. Like, so, anyway. Well, I know what we're watching after this show wraps. The Watchmen. <laughs> Before The Watchmen. <laughs> well, Bobby, watch a trailer. It's a solid and Bobby did us a solid, and he posted a um, he posted a new one where it was at. So like I was able to watch it there, and it you know it was that's how I watched it because you're yeah it wasn't wrong it was, it was gone it was, it, I couldn't find it. Right. But did you like what you saw? Oh God, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, it it looks really good and. It just seems like it's following up season one in just a great fashion. And honestly, as I was watching it, and, and it was, it just looked so good just from the opening scene uh, when you see Homelander kind of descending down, yeah. uh, coming into view, and just everything started happening. And it was it was all looking so good. I I almost stopped it because I was like, oh, I'm seeing just too much at, at this point because it, it's all looking so good. So. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. It just looks fantastic. And after the first season, it, it's something that I hadn't seen in such a long time other than now having that kind of feeling as I've been watching Watchmen and enjoying that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming back. I can't wait for Watchmen tonight. Yeah, I can't wait for Watchmen tonight. And if we're going to really quick, so what episode is it? Eight is tonight. It's a nine episode season. So we've only got two episodes left. Uh, What was it? I mean, I'm overall, I'm loving the show. Each episode I think has been great. Episode six was probably one of the best hours of television I've watched in quite a while. Like yeah. it was incredibly good. <laughs> I it was, was shocked how much, especially considering when it was teased the week before, I remember, and I'm not going to get into any details, but when it was teased, I remember thinking, oh, it's going to be one of these kind of like flashback kind of episodes. And I mm-hmm. was almost dreading it. I was like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't want this. Like, and wow, no, <laughs> it was so good. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that show is that show is fantastic. Ridiculous again. Yeah. That episode, it's so funny because I had the same feeling. I think a lot of people did when they show. If you watch the, you know, coming next week little thing that they do of, of every TV show. Right. Yeah. Seeing that, 
I was like, man, well, that's a throwaway episode because it just didn't <laughs> seem like it was it did, gonna right? be it anything did. specific that looked interesting. But when you actually sit down and watch it and the way it's shot and just everything you're getting as far as information in it, it it's just, yeah, best one of the best episodes of TV this season, this year. Uh, and probably a, a follow-up to that would be the episode of the boys when they're on the plane. That's probably one of my favorite episodes of TV this year as well. And it's just, man, you just think about a lot of the different things that we've been getting this year is from TV. It's just been pretty great. And um, even though I don't have Apple TV, I'm hearing good things about M. Night Shyamalan's TV series and it kind of makes me want to check that out as well, just because that's kind of right up my alley. So I'm I'm very happy with a lot of the things that's going on with TV right now. And yeah. like you said, David, you there's Watchmen tonight. And also for anyone else that's interested, even if you don't watch the shows, um, CW is having their Crisis five-part series start tonight. Uh, three episodes this month and then the two episodes I think follow in January and it's this big whole crossover between all the shows and all the characters and stuff mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah I'm bringing people anyone? back like I'm really interested in seeing that like that's going to be I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch right yeah and I yeah. haven't watched those shows in a very very long time but I'm actually excited to see these mm-hmm. um and we are starting to run out of time, but I also wanted to mention, uh, yeah, I am also caught up. I think like all of us on the Mandalorian. Mm. Um, yeah, that last episode is definitely my least favorite <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was we, wondering how it, you felt about that. I said it, that. I said that to you, didn't I? It. Yeah, you did, and I didn't respond. The to last that. episode, I kinda, what? The last episode of the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> what about it? Was that chapter five? Chapter five. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. definitely my least favorite. Uh, it, oh, it, man. it is not it's not good in my opinion i would even i would just i wouldn't even say it was my least favorite i would say i don't think it's very good <laughs> like I, it's wow yeah yeah it's it's a bummer um no it's a bummer because i feel like they were doing good overall i'm enjoying the show uh, very much even though i am a little like with the not it's not just so much about episode length but they do they just feel almost a little too Short and simple, <laughs> like yeah. kind of like I mentioned before, they feel like comic book issues where uh, the, comic, a lot of comic books, you know, they're, they're pretty quick and they're easily digestible. And that's how these feel. And I, I guess I was like a lot of us kind of hoping for a show that was going to be a little thicker, a little, a little heftier. I'm not, yeah, like, I, I'm not saying I expected Game of Thrones, but yeah, I don't know. It, Watchmen. Oh yeah, but you know, here's my here my 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 feeling on that. Like, just to kind of touch on it, I think we're on the same page. I, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying it. Like, it's fun. I'm I look forward to each episode. Still waiting for a story. Don't feel like there's really any story that's kind of like alluding to anything, or is it just you know build up, build up, build up, build up, and are we going to have some amazing season finale and then? you know, have to look, wait a whole year or whatever for the next episode, next season or whatnot. Like, I just, I don't feel like it's really going anywhere yet. Like, it's just like, okay, well, they had this amazing buildup for a story with the Baby Yoda character, and then we never talk about it, really. Just everybody's hunting it, and that's it. That's all we got. Right. I, I, maybe it's just me. I don't I, know. I think, 
yeah, it goes into the length of, of each episode. I feel like each episode really could be a 63 minute solid episode and they could take their time. I feel like they race through that story. I'm okay with every story being in an episode, basically a, a start, an arc, and then an end. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with it. However, I feel like it races through it. And I'm like, you really, if, I wish the episodes were longer so that they could really take their time and you could really sink into that episode. Cause I feel like, I feel like I'm enjoying, I'm loving them. And again, I have the first four chapters I've, I've really enjoyed, but even with my enjoyment of them, I feel like they could be slowed down and I'd really love to see it pace itself better and really get thick and get into it a little bit more with each episode. This 30 minute, 40 minute thing is just BS. It's bullshit is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. And it's bullshit. Like, it's I mean, bullshit. It's just, it, you're, not giving, you're not giving us anything. Well, which is where my, my gripes are of like, you know, there's no real story yet. It's like, just, and it's that's just, my gripe. It's just racing through these episodes. And I'm just like, oh, oh okay. Oh, we're there already. Oh, we're oh, okay. We're already doing it. Like, it's just, it's very fast. And it's done well, but it's fast. And it's just like, I really wish they could just slow it down and have longer episodes so we could really get kind of into it a little bit more with each section because I don't feel like we are. <laughs> like, it just doesn't connect. Yeah. And this last chapter by far was my least favorite of the ones that we've seen so far. It was not was not a great one. But I will say that watching it, again, especially this last one, I was like, this was an hour and 10 minutes long and they got to take their time on this, this would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know if it's just a budget decision thing where this show was given a certain budget and in order to have, I guess, the look and effects that it does, it's they they went the route of writing them this short. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be very curious to know where the, the decision making came in to create yeah. a show like this. Which I'm not hating on or anything. I'm liking the show. Oh, but and the production. If we get more episodes good. like this last one, though, it could go downhill very quickly. Oh, I fully <laughs> and agree. And that would be a real bummer because I am liking it overall. I'm, I look forward to every episode, and I yeah. can't wait till the next one. But yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. I do find it interesting that this episode and the first episode were directed by Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. and he came from the animation side of things, which he's very knowledgeable and he. He's done a lot of great things on that side, but it, the I, the way that this one is done, it, it's very much the complete definition of a filler episode. And when you have a series that's only what eight or nine episodes long, I, I don't know how you even have a filler episode. Right, right. There's not that much time to be wasted, and is especially as you, you guys have all sort of mentioned it's the episodes are short so you don't think that there should be any kind of time to have something that's filler that yeah. isn't servicing towards a, a, the plot in any sort of meaningful way and you know i i think that it will be very interesting to me to see how the marvel series will be in terms of length and and what they'll do with them in comparison to this Star Wars, like is this the the thing that Disney Plus has set forth that these original shows of Marvel and Star Wars should only be as you know this shortened length, or 
this was this a Lucasfilm and Star Wars thing where they just said, okay, this is the appropriate amount that we want to do based on our budget. And, you know, I don't know. So it, it will be, I am very curious to see what that will be like once we get to the Marvel shows. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I you know, this was just one that, there's some cool things that happen in it for sure, but overall it it just felt flat. And I think uh, next week, what we've got three episodes left, and I think that's when it's going to really put the pedal to the metal. Um, Next week's uh, episode is directed by Rick Famayua, and he directed one of the other ones. I believe it was maybe episode three. I think it was episode three, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I expect that with only three episodes left, we'll really kick it into gear and and well, start no seeing choice. more things. Well, yeah, exactly. And so that we'll start seeing things come together in a, in a more positive way. And except maybe, maybe this will be the exception to the rule. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, with that, you guys, anybody have anything else really quick? Not no. that I can think of. No, I think we're good. We're all going to go and watch Watchmen at this point. I guess I'm going to watch the teaser for season two of The Boys. Yep. And <laughs> yeah. uh, with that, um, we're going to get out of here. As always, we'd love to hear back from everyone listening or watching. You can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com with your questions and comments. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at flicker underscore effect and on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash flicker effect. I'm David Lott. I'm Harvey Jackson. I'm Yasha Wilson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thanks for listening. <laughs>